G'day and welcome to The Grass is Greener. My name is Tim Henry. I'm a financial advisor in Melbourne. And every week, my guests and I dissect your everyday challenges. We'll get you clearer on your goals and give you financial tips to make it happen. If this is your first time tuning in to The Grass is Greener, make sure you subscribe to the show on your platform of choice so you'll automatically receive each episode as soon as it's released. Hello, everyone. It's Jen Frost here from the Reality Check podcast. And Tim Henry from The Grass is Greener. Tim and I have come together once again, and we are so excited to release our series all about kickstarting your 2022. We're diving right into a whole lot of topics, taking them head on, and we know that they're going to be topics to get you fired up in 2022. Yeah, absolutely. This is all about decoding these financial aspects of our lives that we really just want to get on top of and rest easy at night. So, Tim, I am super excited to launch into the next episode. Let's get started. If you're looking for a community of like-minded people who are going on a journey similar to you, then I invite you to join the Grass is Greener Facebook group where you can connect, share and learn from other people just like you. Well, here we are for the first uh, episode or first instalment of our Kickstart 2022 series. I'm here with Jen Frost. How are you, Jen? Hi, Tim. It's so exciting to be here and Happy New Year to you. Yes, same to you. Um, did you have a good Christmas? It was absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> it was That's wonderful. Good. And I am incredibly excited that together you and I are both going to kickstart our own 2022 together and I think set each other up and, and on the straight and narrow for financial success this year. But more importantly, we are combining both the Grass is Greener and the Reality Check audiences. And I'm awesome. super excited to start perhaps my all-time favourite topic, Tim. What do you reckon? I know. Well... For the listeners, Jen was really, she was super, super pumped for this um, topic and thought it was really um, vital at this time of year. I think it is for all of us. And it's all about smarter spending is our topic for today. Um, now, Jen, yeah, look, tell I us just, all about smarter spending. I just think it's a massive one, Tim. And I think I've, I want to start by being quite open and, and honest with our audience. You know, I think I lost a bit of control at the end of last year, you know, it was that, I'm going to call it a COVID hangover. We had had, particularly here in Melbourne, where both you and I are, where we had a phenomenal amount of those two years in a lockdown. What was it, 280 yeah. days, Tim, that we were oh, locked in so our homes? I lost count. Lots and lots of days. And that has had a really different impact on everyone, Tim. You know, yeah. there, there will be people listening today and their income was significantly decreased over the pandemic. But for others, their income stayed the same, yet their outgoings, their, their spending significantly decreased. Reduced. Exactly yeah. right. And so this created this kind of bubble where perhaps we were, you know, paying off more of our debt than normal or perhaps just our bank balance was sort of ballooning. And I think in turn, we then, we get out, we go into the silly season and, again, I'm being quite honest, I, I just started spending. I was just spending. I booked... 5,000 concert tickets for 2022. I mean, honestly, my <laughs> husband and I are seeing every single band that is touring this year. Well, it's probably a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. 
understandable one, not not just um, uh, being flippant about it, but it is a reaction against um, being stuck at home for two years. Yeah, exactly right. And I think emotionally we know, um, again, if we're thinking about some of these behavioural biases and, and both you and I have spoken about these in podcasts before, I know self-reflective that I have a real emotional spending issue, you know. Yeah. So coming out of that lockdown, getting super excited about life coming back to normal and, and, and I started spending, spending, spending. Then on top of that, Christmas. And Christmas is always a danger zone for a lot of us. So yeah, for sure. coming back to this episode, Tim, I'm, I'm really excited for everyone listening to just get off on the right start for 2022 kind of whatever happened at the end of 21 whatever you whatever your credit card looks like let's get on the st- straight and narrow now and sort of start it off with a bang well let's start off with um an easy one i want to chat to you about budgeting the word budgeting even um Gross. You know, why is it such a word that uh it sends shivered up, up your spine, doesn't it? It's gross. Yeah, exactly right. And I'm really trying to retrain both myself and my audience to stop using the word budgeting because yeah. we have such negative connotations with it. Just the word, um, it, it sort of ignites this feeling of shackles, like someone's trying to control yeah. me and it's negative where yeah. we need to flip that. So we need to turn it into something that's positive and light and, in fact, the budget or the spending plan or the personal profit and loss statement or whatever (laughs) you want to call it. In fact, what it's doing is giving you the freedom to live the life you want to. It's actually taking the shackles off and empowering you to both live your day by day with comfort and have the capacity to do the fun stuff. So that's the first thing I think for our audience is don't have this negative hang up about setting a budget Make it fun. Make it actually liberating. One thing I I um, do think about budget is, and, and someone described this to me saying, if you use the word budget as an adjective, uh, which is on, I was never that good at English, but um, it, you know, if you were shopping yeah. and you buy a budget item, you buy the budget dress, that has the negative connotation too because it, it seems like it's second rate or the cheap, cheap. option. And yeah. that's what I think when people hear the word budget, it's like, oh, you're going to make me have to you know, buy things that um, aren't really yeah, what I want to buy. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't have to be like that. And I, I think so a, a budget really is just an estimate and you get to be in control of that estimate of what you're going to spend. Yeah, and, and so I, I'd love to explore this with you, Jen. Where let's talk about flipping it a little bit, mm. and and what do you want to call it? A spending plan? Yeah, and or I, something like that. And let's refer to it as a spending plan. And I think first and foremost, we've got to make this simple and easy to do for the listeners. So. Yeah. The first integral part of this is stop trying to overcomplicate it and just think of it as we want to know what's coming in, first and foremost, because yeah. I'm, I'm amazed by how many people do not readily know that number. What is your household incomings? Now, for yeah. some of us, that's just salary. You know, that's all it is. That's our salaries. But be find out what your salary is because, again, I'm – people don't actually know this 
What's yours? What's your partner's if it's relevant? Do you have any other incomings? Is there rental income or, you know, whatever, money you're making elsewhere? Yep. So that's first and foremost, what's coming in? And the next bit is what's going out. And again, let's simplify this. Now, jump online. You can pull off your transaction report from any bank very, very Correct. easily. There's some awesome, um, you know, apps that a lot of the banks have that yeah, actually just determine your expenditure themselves. So now it's looking at what's discretionary, i.e. what is the stuff that I might have a choice in and what is essential spend? What is the stuff that I can't control? Because at the end of the day, I'm paying that mortgage whether I want to or not. I'm paying the electricity bill. I'm paying for groceries. Like we we can't go without that stuff. And this is where, Tim, we start to talk about levers because what can we – what can we push and pull to change what every month looks like for us? Well, well let's just, before we go into the the hab- habitual part, mm. I just want to uh, just hover there for a sec because you talked about um, understanding what you spend. And I think this is what a really big barrier because um, it's sort of like you don't want to, really see the damage and i think there's a bit of a barrier to people saying well once i open this can of worms (laughs) i'm I'm going to be a bit embarrassed about what i see there or uh shocked yeah and so yeah i just wouldn't mind exploring that with you a little bit because i think this is the first big step like actually saying look i'm not going to judge it let's leave the judgment yeah factor there this is just saying look i'm just going to get real about looking at what i spend and it and it really evokes that image in my mind of um you know the the head in the sand like yeah we we all feel like that and so first and foremost you need to be in a safe environment to do this task yeah and and i mean safe from yourself because it's you who's judging you so stop that like whatever's happened in the past who cares it doesn't matter if you've lost control i've done it we've all done it so that's we've fine all done it. yeah absolutely. No, absolutely no judgment there's no shame there's there's nothing that can't be turned around so at the end of the day lose that negativity and again turn this into something positive we're walking into this going i am going to let this empower me this is the yep. first step to being able to to live a happy guilt-free empowered financial me you yep. know where as you said i'm not curbing i'm not i'm not going without i'm not doing you know, saying, right, I'm going to have to sit at home and have no fun for the next 12 months because my credit card's out of control. This is actually saying, how do I live the life that I want to live without it getting to the bill coming in and me freaking out that I can't pay for it? So that's right. So I think the first step that you've said there is awesome because it's, it's literally just saying, let's look at what money's coming in. Let's look at what's going out. Yeah, exactly. Before you do start getting any further down the road on what you might want to do with the money, what's happened, how you're feeling, just sit with those two numbers and actually understand them because um, that's going to tell, really tell the story exactly. uh, at you... a really high level. Like in some ways you could nearly just look at what's the total number going out and the total number coming in. That's a great place to start because it's like, well, Eight. are we positive yeah. or are we negative? Yeah. If we're negative, are we, you know, we need to go and find why. Yeah. 
Exactly right. And, and, and appreciate that we have waves and nodes of this, you know, like it it goes up and down. We have periods of our life where we're really in control of it and we have periods where we're not. So again, this isn't about shame. This isn't about regret. This isn't about, Oh my God, you know, I'm in this terrible position, but, but we do need to understand that if we are out of control, how much of that is an instant gratification thing? Yeah. You know, it is so easy. And again, speaking from experience to just go, I want this, I want it now, I'm going to do it. So this is where we start to overlay the facts and figures that we've got in front of us. So our incomings, our outgoings. Now let's start to overlay our goals. What do we actually want to be spending money on into the future? Now that might be simple transactional um, things, you know, whether that's a new handbag or whether that's a holiday or whether that's a music concert, as I mentioned, or one too many music concerts, Um, whatever it is, we need to start overlay these goals because the, the, the biggest habit that most of us need to kick is the instant gratification piece. I want it. I want it now, but at what sacrifice I need to stop, not keep spending today and in turn redirect that into something bigger. Well, if that is part of your plan. Yeah. So I do think um, I love what you're saying with it's about getting deliberate and yeah. saying these are the things that are going to um, I really want to save for or that I want to aspire to own. And so when I have that moment where I'm tempted to spend extra on something else, I know that that's going to come at the price of not having that other thing that I've been saving for. So um, I think when people are really clear on that, uh, that's it becomes an emotional thing as well. Yeah. And, and- Do you feel, Jen, that when, you know, if on that emotional, uh, you know, what I see a lot is when people haven't got that goal that you're talking about or their bigger plan, mm. they haven't got anything emotional in their big plan or their you know, medium plan, uh, like the big thing they're saving for, so there's no emotional tie to anything in the future. So they may as well have the emotional thing now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the big thing, isn't it? And and I think this is where visibility is really important as well. You know, you need to be able to see, physically see that you are getting closer to whatever that yeah. goal is. And look, I can only, I'll, I'll give you a personal example, Tim. Um, and my husband's going to be thrilled that I'm sharing all of our dirty laundry <laughs> on this podcast. Typical. Um, we, we got a bit out of control with Uber Eats uh, in lockdown and, and not just Uber Eats. What was worse was um, that all of the hottest restaurants in Melbourne started to do food delivery Yeah, and we really love our food and we really love gorgeous restaurants and we weren't able to go out but they could come to us. And all of a sudden we realised that we were spending a lot of money getting food delivered into this home. And what had started as something kind of as a really special treat ended up being actually just we're not cooking a couple of days a week. We're just paying money for other food. And, again, this is just really sharing that we had to stop and look and go, how much have we spent on this in the last month or the last couple of months? And and the number was was concerning. And, I mean, my waistline extension was also concerning. <laughs> so, um, but, it, yeah. it, again, this is talking about it, it required self-control. It required an, a kind of a yucky moment of acknowledging that 
we got a bit lost in that. Yeah. But more importantly, Tim, that's the ne- that's kind of the negative bit, right? Like looking at it, God, I've gone, I've spent too much here. Oh, I'm a bit out of control here. Yes, that feels yucky. You got to immediately turn that into a positive. Okay, so with that money, what am I going to do with it now? Where mm. am I going to direct it? And again, find something that you can connect to. Now, even if it isn't something sexy, Tim, you know, not so rock and roll like your emergency fund or like servicing a credit yeah. card debt or my personal favourite, a little extra contribution to superannuation perhaps, I get that none of that is sexy and it certainly doesn't have instant gratification. But if you watch it, it can have joy. You know, if you're watching that super balance get higher, if you're watching the emergency fund balance get higher, if you're watching the credit card balance get lower, take joy in that, you know, monitor it. Well, the joy part is really important, I think, because if – a budget or an estimate is created and this is what I think people do one reason why people do fail a bit at budgets is they set budgets that don't allow for fun mm, now we're all human um so you've got to if I was to say anything to people it would be okay let's just say you're paying down a debt or you needed to save for something the temptation is to say well I'll save even harder like I'll do it in three months not six or I'll do it in six months not twelve I always think the longer is better because it means that it allows for a bit of fun along the way. Exactly. And if, if you can get the mix right uh, of having some fun and building some momentum, it works really well. Um, I'd love a couple of tips from you, Jen, on this. So I know you've already thrown a few insights out, but what, what do you see as um, just for people to get dip their toe in the water and, and have a crack at this? Yeah, I think it, let's just – Take it back to basics. Jump online right now, download your transaction statement for the last couple of months. Now, if you if you are acutely aware that Christmas, summer, COVID hangover has blown things out, still do it for this period yeah. because even if it looks a little excessive and it's a bit and you go, oh, it's out of character, it's still a great place to start because, you know, we can hone that in perhaps in a little bit more aggressively. Yeah. Um, the next, and if it has been a really big blowout, like yeah. you can go further back. I think you can download twelve months out of the absolutely. bank, no problem. Absolutely, mm. and just average it out. So, so the first thing is, is just go ahead and just dive into it. Yeah. No regrets, no hang-ups, whatever. It's New Year. No judgment. New Year, new you, all of that kind of cliche. Just launch into it. Have a look at what your spending habits look like, and then start to pull those levers. Make some conscious choices about where you can start to make some different decisions because at the end of the day Tim there ain't no you know yeah. there ain't no fairy tale in this like I hate to break it to you but there just isn't you just got to yeah. make some tough calls and those tough calls tend to be instant gratification versus long-term gain and that's what you've got to start to look to this your future you is going to love your guts for making some yeah. of these decisions but finally and then I'm done have fun along the way. Be positive about it. Leave room in your yes. rule book to enjoy the summer, enjoy the life that you're living. And reward yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. What about you, Tim? Have you got a couple of tips for us? Um, the one tip I would say that I see people uh, struggle with, I think when people come to see us, is they don't have control of the actual accounts. You know, they might have mm. six accounts. 
Um, oh, money comes in over here and there could be a couple, for example, and I'll say, so where does my bills get paid? Oh, I pay a few out of this account. <laughs> I pay a few out of this account. Uh, I really like the, having it all coming out of the one. So all big, all income coming into one, all big bills paid out of one. And if you're saving for something, just pay that out straight away and get it out of that account because uh, money that sits around in transaction accounts gets um, spent. 95% of times. And you're not a bad person because most of us do that. <laughs> so you've got to get it out of there. Yeah, I love this. And I think certainly this isn't a new exciting revelation for for anyone because every single person podcasting or writing books about finance is, is giving the same trick. But it is singularly the thing that works best is, yeah. as you said, streamline your accounts as much as humanly possible. You know, keep them in one place. But feel free to have little extra, you know, have your transactional account, money coming in, bills going out, and then have a couple of different accounts that are different goals and call them by your goals so that you can really visualize that. It is a stellar one. The other one, Tim, I'd like to just mention before we wrap it up, um, automation. You know, I don't know about you, Tim. Things that are automatic in my life happen. Things that involve me manually intervening don't regularly yeah or let's not say don't I'm putting myself down but they don't happen as as well you know in exactly the same way that I'm sure lots of our audience listening the bills that you can set up direct debit to are a dream the ones that we have to manually go and be pay you know they're the painful ones yeah and think of that in exactly the same way with your goals you know where you're able to pull some of these levers and start directing money automatically into that into account. a vehicle yeah yeah whatever and i really like the what you say there about the i'm a big believer that if you've got a specific vehicle for whatever you're saving for like a separate account for that or a separate investment for that that is great because you can really see the momentum that's happening there then yep um and we're all human at the end of the day Yeah, exactly. So at the end of the day, guys, have some fun with it. It's the first episode of our Kickstart 2022, Tim, and obviously of vital importance. So I hope everyone is having a fabulous summer and get on to that saving spending plan. If you have anything to tell us about it, we'd love to hear your stories. So feel free to get on touch either at the Reality Check or the Grass is Green. We'll see you next week, Jan. See you next week, Tim. Bye. The information in this podcast is of a general nature and does not take into account your own financial objectives, circumstances and needs. You should consider your own personal situation and requirements before making any decision. If you have any concerns or questions, please contact me. That's the end of another show. Remember, the grass isn't greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. See you later.